0: Rocket from Russia, weekly punk rock radio show on CITR, presented to you by Stomp Records from Montreal. Every Tuesday at 10.30 a.m. on 101.9 FM. Did it! Leicester City are officially champions of England. That happened yesterday. This is and uh unbelievable. This is the most unbelievable sporting uh, success, which I personally witnessed in my life, I am extremely excited. I'm not a Leicester fan, but what this team done, it is unbelievable. If you don't know what uh, what I'm talking about, Leicester City, one of the smallest club in the Premier League of England, became the champions of the country, and um, they are playing in the the wealthiest uh, league of the world. They are uh, competing against money bags and. Uh, they became the champions last year uh, They were in the last place They magically saved their lives uh, in the league And this year they became at champions of England And they did it uh, The reason I'm bringing this up Is not only because I'm very excited Because I think this is the most important um, sporting event in the um, Which I witness. The other reason I'm bringing this up Because they choose, chose a hashtag called Having a party and we just heard a song uh, by um, by the band called First Base, which had a line called Having a Party. Yeah, a Party With You. Party With You. What a coincidence. Maybe First Base can sue Leicester City FC for using
1: their, their line. <laughs> Maybe. I oh, don't know. Why not? Why not? I think First Base hashtagged it first. Ah.
0: Yeah. Legitimate. Legitimate. So, Leicester City is having a party, and we're having a party here today celebrating... Five years of hosthead Records, a Canadian record label who releases amazing um, music. And today I have in studio Patrick, uh, the main shareholder of the organization, who is in charge of uh, releasing the records and um, organizing the show this Saturday at the Astoria Hosted Records, turns five years. Congratulations, my friend. Thank you very much, Tim. Welcome to the show. My name is Tim. Uh, We're listening to Rocket from Russia, and today's show, like I said, will be fully focused on uh, the... Um, on the um, uh, Holesat Records five years anniversary and uh, um, I like how you how how you put it up oh I just said it all set it up and I I I lost it Uh, I I really like how you put up uh, the uh, the advertisement for uh, this this event this saturday celebrating five years of biting off more than i can chew stressing out scraping by and then do it in a cat and convincing myself it is fun yeah that's pretty much how i explain it it's the <laughs> only way to explain it uh i know patrick a little bit patrick is a normal person without um not as uh, wealthy as a uh, top england uh football clubs <laughs> so he saves up his the uh, money to put out records by amazing bands which he believes are uh, Good. Yeah, that's pretty much how it works. <laughs> and um, and um, uh, this uh, Saturday, uh, May seventh, at the Astoria, we will have the mandates all the way from Calgary, Fashionism, Auto Controller, all the way from
2: Halifax.
0: That's right, Halifax. Uh, stress Eating playing their last show, and then a secret band which features members of. Nervous talk?
1: Inspectors. Inspectors. Yeah, not, it's not so much a secret band, it's just their band's first show and they don't have a band name yet. This is very punk rock. <laughs> <laughs> this is very punk rock. Well, I don't know. I tried, I hounded them for a long time to actually decide on a name <laughs> and my hounding wasn't helping, so I just put on the poster new band, no name. <laughs> So, that's the best I can do.
0: How about we listen to all those bands today on the show? We will obviously talk a little bit about Hosehead Records. We will also do a ticket giveaway to the show on Saturday at the Astoria. Uh, But mainly, we will play lots of releases by Hosehead Records. And we will start with a song by The Mandates, which are headlining the show. Yeah, yeah, that'll be headlining. Headlining the show, a song which was released by Hosehead Records, Something Wrong.
1: Cool. Let's
0: let's do it. You're listening to Rocket from Russia. This is The Mandates from Calgary. Hello, 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 you're listening to the radio station CITR, and this is weekly punk rock radio show called Rocket from Russia, and today on the show we're celebrating Host Hat Records' fifth aniv- fifth year anniversary. <laughs> uh, that means that they're turning uh, f- exactly five years today from the day that they officially started. So exactly on May 4th or 3rd, uh, 2011, the first idea of Host Hat Records to be an official uh, business happened. Yeah, something like Happened. That. Yeah. Exactly. Close to not cloth exactly <laughs> uh, we just heard uh, five bands uh, and four of them will be playing uh, the show on Saturday at the Astoria celebrating Hosehead Records anniversary the opening track was by the Mandates from Calgary that was a song called uh, Something Wrong uh, from their album In the uh, In the Back of Your Heart and that uh, album was released obviously by Hosehead Records right after that we heard Fashionism uh, band from Vancouver British Columbia Canada which features uh, members of uh, Transmitters Jolts, the Jolts, yeah, and the old Alex's band, Newtown Animals. That is correct statement.
1: See, also Jeff was in that band too. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff and Alex,
0: right? right. Uh, we heard a song called Smash the State and that's a title track from the 7-inch which was released by Host Head Records. Right after that we heard a band which I'm uh, excited about called Controller from Halifax, Nova Scotia. Uh, that was an opening track from their new album called Television Zombie and that was a song called R. Stevie Moore. Uh, this album wasn't released by Host Head Records. No, it was not. And then we heard Stress Eating who are playing their final show. This is the very, very last Stress Eating show. The final, very last, last show by yeah. Stress Eating. We heard a song called No Gods from their uh, stress-eating tape
1: yeah, yeah. I think it was just a self-titled tape from a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: and the final track was by the band called Nervous Talk, which are not playing the show because they are not in existence anymore because they have broken up, broken down. And but uh, people from that band will be playing in a band uh, which doesn't have a name.
1: Yep, that's right. The the op- or the first band playing the show on Saturday, um, Trevor and Shane from Nervous Talk, who are the drummer and the bass player, uh, they have a new band, um, and so that band will be opening the show. But they they're too lazy to come up with the name, so uh-huh. they. Uh, I'm not going to say they're lazy, but they couldn't come up with a name. So you just called them a uh,
0: to-be-announced band, or how you call them? I just said new, new band, no name. New band, no name. Opening the show, Holestead Records, five-year anniversary. Yep, um, uh, but we heard Nervous Talk uh, that was a different person from their self-titled album, which came out last year. It's a great album, which was released by Holestead Records. That was, yeah. Speaking of Holestead Records, first of all, congratulations on five-year anniversary. This is massive. What? Five years of releasing music. This is in, in a
1: DIY punk rock culture this is an achievement well it kind of snuck up on me (laughs) (laughs) like it's something I don't know Uh, I mean I started the label with my best friend Mikey and we were we just put out a tape and there wasn't a lot of thought into it when it started and I don't know, there's more thought now, but it's still not that much. (laughs) Um, So I just kind of noticed that it was five years, and so figured we should do a show. Yeah, yeah. No, a lot of people start releasing music,
0: but um, they stop doing it for different reasons. Losing interest, losing money. Uh, It's mostly that one. Yeah, but... Yeah. But yeah, you kept doing it and you're doing it consistently. You can't literally release a, a new record every month, but you're doing a few records per, per
1: year, which is uh, uh, very,
0: very uh, congratulations.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, 2015 was like the busiest year. We did five records, mm-hmm. which is like a high watermark. Like, by this time last year, I had already done three records. And wow. so far this year, I've done zero. <laughs> so <laughs> 2015 was very productive. I don't think 2016 will be the same. But the stuff that's coming out is going to be pretty great, too. Yeah, we'll hear yeah. some of that. Yeah, I brought a bunch. Uh, how do you see host-head
0: Head records changed over the five uh, years? Uh, is it still approach? Or
1: you have a little bit more experience? Well, there's more experience, that's for sure. Like, I, I make... No, I don't make fewer mistakes. I, I just make different mistakes. Um, but it's changed because when we first started, we we could only afford to do cassettes, and we did cassettes for the first slew of releases until seven inches, and then saved up money from doing seven inches to do LPs, and now we're doing both, and uh, it's just gotten bigger, like just sort of branching out, getting larger and larger that way. Uh, not exactly more successful because we're still broke all the time, but we're just put, we're just we have more money to to spend to make us broke again. Um, so same business model like I said biting off more than you can chew and just figuring it out later <laughs> so same business model it's always been a couple of years ago you moved to Vancouver has that affected the uh, side Records? oh of course of course like uh, um, fashionism nervous talk even mandates I wouldn't have even met those bands if I hadn't moved here um, I would have just been another person who emails <laughs> the band be like hey can we put out a record and they would have probably just ignored me but um, definitely I, I'd say yeah 100% it's changed it and I think it's for the better I think so. <laughs> yeah, no, like, uh, you know, for example, I don't, I didn't know all those bands which
0: you released uh, in Ontario, and okay. those bands which I always go see, and um, yeah, you, somebody, a friend releases the music, I think that's, you know, I, I like this. About, yeah,
1: about um, I mean, a lot of people that I'm friends with here that know the label and know the like the hosted bands from like the West Coast or Western Canada, that's, that's awesome but like i like to think i'm sort of showing friends back east in ontario like what's going on out here and the same sort of thing like i hope that people out here maybe pay attention to what's happening in ontario like th- th- there's a few central canadian and eastern canadian bands that i like i'm trying to convince to come out here after many years and it's still not happened but which bands tv freaks oh okay I really, really want TV Freaks to come out here. If there's one band that I really miss seeing when I was living in Ontario, you can see them like once every two months, right? Uh-huh. Uh, it's TV Freaks. I really want them to come out here. Leeches, you put out Leeches. Oh, yeah, we put out the Leeches 7-inch, but they they have uh, another 7-inch that's out on Schizophrenic Records from uh, Hamilton. They put out two LPs on Schizophrenic Records, and then they just put out a third LP on Deranged Records, of course, from BC. So I think they have a good reason to come out here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, still, you sound like you're still convincing them.
1: <laughs> Doing my best. Uh how many releases has it been as of right now total? Uh, we just submitted our thirty second release. Wow, congrats. Yeah. Um and then there's actually two that are also reissues, but those have different catalog numbers. So uh, it'll be about 34 releases. Do you have such thing as back catalog? Back catalog, like you
0: know that, like for example, Fat. They have like all those albums from the 90s, which help them to release new uh, bands.
1: Yeah, that doesn't really work unless you're like the size of Fat Records, or unless you have like some sort of. Lucky major hit that you can sort of coast on for a long time, but because Fat put out so many records in the 90s when people were buying CDs and like. Bands on that label—I won't name, name names—but bands on that label could get on, you know, Sprite commercials and make a quarter of a million dollars for 30 seconds of music, or you know, do 90 days on Warp tour and then be able to not not work for a couple months, maybe a year. Um, that doesn't really happen anymore, at least not with this style of music. So, um, and especially with sort of the DIY approach to it, you you put out. 300 or 500 or, if you're lucky, a 1,000 records. And when they sell out, usually there's not enough demand to repress it. Uh I mean, it's not like I'm selling lag wagon records here, let's be honest. But, I mean, um, there is digital sales. And digital sales means nothing. Really? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. There's not a lot of money in digital sales for this kind of stuff. So, um, I'm not so interested in back catalog. I'm more so interested in what's coming up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But, I mean... There's definitely some things I've done that I could sell more copies if I reissued them, but I'd rather put out a new record than then press an old record Just using the money for the new exactly, record Exactly, exactly. Just just going forward.
0: I feel like that hey, Nervous Talk uh, record could have been a good one,
1: but they decided to not to play music anymore. Yep, Un- and that's unfortunate, because I love that band. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, then again, I don't have any copies of that record anymore. It's sold out. It's, like, one of the fastest-selling records that I've ever done. Um... Sold a lot of copies in Europe, sold a lot of copies in Japan, sold quite a few copies in Vancouver. Um, I mean, I probably could sell more. Well, maybe not, because I actually just bought back a copy of that record out of the discount bin at a Vancouver record (laughs) store, so maybe people don't want more copies of it. Uh, But I was happy to find it in there. It was like $4. Nice. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Broke even, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's uh,
0: keep the Host Hat uh, theme um, happening on the radio waves. And uh, you told
1: me that you b- prepared some of the new stuff and brought in some new stuff from Host Hat Records. I did. I did. some. Well, the first one is a new old song uh, because actually the next release is a reissue mm-hmm. of like a 1979 UK punk record. Yeah, I know. I know. It's a band that only released one 7-inch Um, and so Jose is is doing the reissue of it and I'm very 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 excited about it Um, it's like a solid like KBD classic the band's called The Scabs they're from Exeter, England they released one record called Amory Building Um, it's expensive Uh, and now it'll be cheap I'm going through a lot of like nightmares with the pressing plant and the logistics behind it and it should have come out in fact I was hoping it would be ready and finished and ready to go for this show on Saturday But I haven't even gotten test pressings yet. So uh, there's a big delay here. Uh Um, But the band is called The Scabs and the two songs. From 1979? It's from 1979.
0: So, how about we listen to it and then I'll ask you more about that approach of releasing music from 1979. Okay, cool. Let's do it. This is The Scabs on Rocket from Russia.
3: Fire, and I don't mind uh, Gotta let it colour gotta go there again I Gotta so see my children and then move my temper. But who's the, who's the guy with the mashing the fumes? He's another one who oh, i no use for the aim rebuilding, Aim rebuilding
4: What
3: a waste of time Slow burning funny what I started to see I call it I call a fire, I am no under two feet. Who's the guy with the matches the Who's another one who had no use for that? I'm rebuilding. I'm rebuilding. What a waste of time. The sticks burning when so I started to see a color. a color fire again but I know to pay The ember burning's on fire, and I don't mind. I'm rebuilding. I'm rebuilding. God, God, To have an quite <laughs> Got to have fun. Got to have fun. Got to have fun. You know I can't stop. Is it too fun?
4: I don't go to the discos or the pubs. My idea of a good time is a rock and roll club. There ain't none
3: to be found in this town So as they gone by to my little room mm-hmm. Got to have fun Got to have fun Got to have fun You know I can't stop playing this ball I've got to have my of this struggle I take for living Got so to have it today
5: Cause you know I can't stay up by now Yes, you know I can't stay up by now Sitting in another
3: chair in my room I made an upright face of my room When the need gets too strong, that's the that little secret
5: behind this song. Got to
3: have fun, got to have fun, got to have fun. You know, I can't stop playing this song. Got to have fun.
0: Hello, hello, hello. You're listening to the radio station CITR. This program is about punk rock music. I uh, host it with a broken English accent, and it is called Rocket From Russia. Today we're celebrating Host Hat Records' uh, five-year anniversary. Patrick, the main shareholder, is in the studio. Oh, easy now. It's 50-50. Okay. One of the two main shareholders (laughs) holding 50% of shares of incorporation called set Records releasing music for your listening uh, enjoyment hopefully hopefully yeah Uh, we uh, played four sorry five songs uh, from uh, fresh
1: and new releases of um, set Records would you like to announce those yeah so the first two songs that you heard are uh, from a band called The Scabs who I mentioned, they're 1979, uh, UK punk band, uh, the hard to find 7-inch that I'm very happy to be working on a reissue of. So, I mean, like I said, I hope I, I hoped it would be out for right now, but it's looking like it's gonna be a couple more months. Uh, but it will be available, which is good because you could save yourself about like $185 <laughs> by buying it from me versus <laughs> buying it on Discogs. Um, after that, we heard Pale Lips, who are a newish band from Montreal. Um, This will be their first LP that Hosett's putting out later this year. Again, uh, planned for early summer. Now it's looking like late summer. Um, Yeah, they're a band from Montreal. They're great. They put out a 7-inch a year ago on No No Front Teeth Records out of the UK. That's a good one if you can still find it. Then we heard Average Times with a song called She Knows, which is actually an older song. We put out that record in 2013, but they have a new LP coming out in the fall. Um, unfortunately, I couldn't play it because I don't have it on my computer today. Uh, and then the last song we heard was another reissued, uh, also from 1979, also from Europe. Uh, that band is called The Moderns. And that song is called Got to Have Pop. That's like a power pop classic, comped on power pearls, worth more than my rent. It's like, it's a it's a standard. It's a classic. Uh, so we did the, that reissue. That came out in uh, November, early December. Um, yeah, and so I'm very happy to do that one as well. So we're sort of starting to dabble in reissues a little bit but still doing some new stuff as you can see sandwiched in those five songs
0: congrats thank you uh, speaking of uh, their reissuing the music from 1979 for the listeners, so every time I see Patrick, we joke around that Patrick loves those bands which in 1979 released one 7 inch and it's great, uh, but this was the
1: only release they, they had. And hey now, anywhere between <laughs> 76 and 82. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry,
0: sorry. Sorry, sorry. I I, I shortened the time period. But <laughs> but yeah, we obviously not seriously joke around it. Uh, like, I haven't heard the Scabs and the Moderns before and I loved all the songs which uh, patrick played so man this is great that you're doing it but could you please talk a little bit about the logistics and the actual the story how do you do that because like you said the originals are thousands of hundreds of dollars sometimes both yeah. sometimes <laughs> <laughs> sometimes multiplied yeah yeah uh but how do you do that um you know asking to re-release
1: that mm. for i don't know how, how much is it ten dollars fifteen dollars yeah well it'll be like seven dollars yeah. for the reissue or something um it, I mean, the hardest part is, like, finding the people because a lot of times they released one 7-inch when they were, like, 17 or 16 years old in 1978 or 1979, as you said, uh, and then never played music again. Wow. Sometimes, you know, and so sometimes it's hard to find somebody, especially when they live in Sweden, as the moderns do. Um, we were lucky enough with the moderns in that uh, one of the members is still musically active, mm-hmm. so we were able to track him down very easily. Um with the scabs, it was also you know it was also pretty easy because I actually found the singer James. He has a Google Plus account, so I found him on <laughs> Google Plus and we talked there, uh, and that's how I tracked him down. Um, so what was the reaction in both cases? He offered to reissue their music. So yeah, and both were both were excited because you know like this is something that they worked on when they were pretty much kids essentially <laughs> or young adults, and uh, in both cases. So we've only done the two reissues so far, but in both cases uh, they were very happy and excited to do it. Um, I've sent off emails to bands that I want to do reissues for And never heard back Mm -hmm. So maybe they saw it and they weren't interested Maybe it was the wrong person, I don't know Um, But I've been lucky enough that with those two records It was very positive Uh, Were they aware that their records Which are three they
0: did when they were 17 Are now going for a few hundred dollars Are they aware of that? Yeah, oh they're
1: aware They're aware And they think it's pretty funny They think it's very interesting. Uh, Like, especially James from the Scabs, who was the singer of the Scabs, he uh, he thinks it's pretty funny because they recorded it when they were in second year university and they tried to get a major label record deal and nothing ever happened and then they just forgot about it. And now people are spending like 200 bucks Canadian on it. So it's kind of cool to see. I mean, wouldn't you if you did something when, like... Thirty-five years ago, and people are super yeah, stoked yeah, yeah. on it and no, trying no. to find it. Like it's, it's, uh, it's pretty flattering
0: when you think about it. Let's see. Uh, my band uh, released hundred copies of a cd okay CDR, or cdr cd actual cd okay no, cd proper okay. like yeah. with the, 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 the color yeah. so let's talk in 30 years and see how <laughs> i feel about it i like the album the album is great i yeah, love it i believe we, you we did a great job yeah uh but yeah let's see how much those cds will be worth in <laughs> 2029 so you had 100 copies yeah so your parents have what like 92 in their basement we still? sold everything everything I, I have only three left i'm oh, a lucky guy yeah, we sold everything yeah. at the CD release, and uh, and yeah, I gave away a few here. Was that in Vancouver or before you moved here? Uh, no, in Russia. Okay, cool. Yeah, Russian uh, import, nice. Russia. Oh, illegal.
1: <laughs> they are always <laughs> bootlegs when they're from Russia. They're always <laughs> bootlegs. I bought a Russian pressing Slade record the other day.
0: Really? Oh, yeah. Uh, get it home? Bootleg. <laughs> uh, we, we have this... Um, uh, my dad has this Beatles, Soviet pressing of Beatles. Yep. And... Um, you know like there's the whatever like the list of songs yeah. but in brackets it says author is unknown and it was like lennon mccartney <laughs> but, but they didn't want to it's say cuz they couldn't
1: say lennon <laughs> am i right is that right
0: <laughs> no because they didn't want to uh, promote the british foreign cult- culture no, so they i said, think i know why they did that <laughs> All right, and one more question I wanted to ask you before we'll wrap it up here. Yeah, up? Um, two years ago, you came, uh, came over to the show, and that was a couple months after you moved from Toronto. That's
1: right. You, got, you scooped me up early.
0: Yeah, and uh, I asked you a question. Oh, no. How was different Toronto scene and Vancouver scene and you gave me the answer I didn't remember it but I listened to our program uh, last night okay what did I say Um, no I'm not gonna tell you I'm (laughs) quite interested what you're gonna say now and then we'll compare it to the uh, what you said two years ago and see how your opinion has changed jeez I don't know could you please compare this uh, living you know the music scene punk rock scene in Toronto and knowing now the Vancouver scene how Mm -hmm. is it different yeah well I mean I've
1: been here for about two years I've kind of forgotten about the Toronto scene a little bit um I go to more shows in Vancouver. There seem to be more shows in Vancouver. Well, that's not true. There's more shows that I'm interested in in Vancouver. Um, However, since I've moved here, there's been at least two, maybe even three venues that have closed down that you know, primarily have punk shows. Um, So that's obviously a blow to my optimism that I probably had when I first moved here. Um, That being said, I think the Vancouver scene is pretty supportive. Like, there's a... The one thing that Vancouver has that Toronto has less of is DIY spaces. Um, You know, places like Red Gate, 333. Those places exist in Toronto for a much shorter amount of time and they sort of flare up for maybe the summer and then they're gone. Um, But places like that seem to be like the best thing about DIY DIY music in Vancouver is that Mm -hmm. um, if you can't book a bar show you can just book one of those spaces. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously when it's available. Which is, like, nice. It is. Yeah and musically like scene like style of musically Uh, I don't know Vancouver has a lot of like grunge revival bands but so does Toronto Mm
0: -hmm. it's
1: happening in in both cities Um, I like I mean most of the stuff that I work with and I put out is like on the poppier side of the punk spectrum falling under like either like poppy punk or like power pop Um, and there's less of that in Toronto there is Uh, there's a lot of that in Ottawa and there's a lot of that in Montreal but there's less of that in Toronto and there's a lot in Vancouver Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah, you still pretty much the same thing. Yeah, pretty
1: much. Uh, yeah, you were more excited back then.
0: But, yeah, I uh, know. <laughs> but you said exactly the same about the Grange Revival and yeah. Um, yeah I'm just curious how you know living in Vancouver how we uh, if your opinion changed, change but it doesn't sound it didn't no well I'm still the same man Tim no but you know see like my opinion definitely has changed through living and it changes every year I I see it in terms of not comparing to Toronto but in terms of seeing what's going on because yeah. there's different waves different venues different bands are active and not active uh, of course and I, it's not, probably not an opinion but my vision of what's happening in the city I still think it's an amazing music scene and uh,
1: I'm an unbelievable fan of Vancouver music. And of course, you, you do everything you can to support Vancouver music. No one's going to ever say <laughs> anything different than that about you, Tim. <laughs> Thanks. Um, but I mean, obviously I had a lot of optimism when I first moved here because I was just discovering bands like Nervous Talk and now Nervous Talk are gone. Uh, but I'm not going to be the person who... Um, comes here and says like oh there 's all there 's one, two and three these are the problems with vancouver i 'm not going to be that person um, I think it 's a great scene, of course, it has its its issues, but every every scene in the world has its issues so i 'm gonna i 'm going lose my cool on that one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no i 'm a massive supporter. I think okay. this is amazing what 's happening here. In the city So many different bands So many exciting bands So, so many exciting genres of music mm-hmm. Bands have places to play Yeah, it's great uh, Let's wrap it up We're, we're almost out of time uh, We would like to do A ticket giveaway uh, A pair of tickets To see oh, yeah, the Host Hat Records show uh, This uh, Saturday May 7th At the Astoria The Mandates uh, Fashionism Auto-Controller Stress uh, Eating And new band No Name Will open the show Yeah. If you'd like to Do that how about we decide to play which song we will play in the end of the show and you give us a call. Uh, what's your favorite uh, local band right now?
1: Hmm. Honestly, I heard, I, I know I told you otherwise, but uh, I heard some songs from the first band, new band, No Name, uh-huh. just like iPhone recordings, and they're so good. They're so, so, so good. Uh, I couldn't play them on the show today. I asked, but they said no. But uh, I wanted to, but they're so good. So, I mean, you have to come for the first band. Sure. They're so good.
0: Okay, but let's pick a band uh, which we can play uh, to to finish the show.
1: Oh, I thought you wanted me to play a one of a kind band. One seven inch band. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we uh,
0: forgot let's about that. Let's do that. Sorry, my friend. That's okay. So, yeah, we, what we will do, we'll play a band uh, which released only one seven inch and did nothing else in their life's important. Yeah. And uh, Patrick loves them.
1: Oh, of course. Okay. So, we're going to actually, I'm going to squeak in two songs because they're both really short. Sounds uh, good. The first one is I Want to Kill My Mom by The Panics. And the second song is TV Love by The Simpletones. Uh, there was a lot of Panic's material that was later released, but they actually only released one 7-inch originally, uh, and same thing with, with Simple Tones. They, re- they had three seven You're inches breaking rules! They had two, three seven 7-inches, but two of them only went to test press things. They didn't actually... They, they were never actually released as as records, so I'm not breaking the rules. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, and um, while we're playing
0: this, uh, this is the end of the show. Um, while uh, you will listen to the two final song of the show played by Patrick, uh, please, for, if you would like to come to attend the show 604-822-487 604-822-487 to win a pair of tickets to see the whole hat five years anniversary show uh, with uh, mandates auto controllers fashionism stress eating nervous talk this is it thank you so much for listening that was Rocket from
1: Russia thanks Tim